Oprah Winfrey decides to get in bed with Kraft Heinz and make beautiful, beautiful food together. Meanwhile, a gym in Atlanta decides it has the right to ban police officers because its clientele isn't very keen on having officers around. And a Mormon church does something it hasn't done in 30 years. It's excommunicated a head leader. More than those stories and other great stories we chatted about all day yesterday here on the Daily Recap Podcast for today, which happens to be August the 10th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for the Daily Recap Podcast from This Is Conversation. And on this day, this Thursday, we're recapping the stories that we chatted with with you all day on Wednesday via social media and our website. Now, if you're not following us, here's how you can be a part of all the chatter. It's very simple. You just follow us on social media and chatter along there. On Facebook, look for This Is The Conversation. On Twitter, look for TH underscore conversation. And just stop by our main website, which is thisisaconversation.com, for all the great features we have there, including a way to be a part of the conversation survey panel where we can pay you for your opinions because it's a survey panel. It's paid surveys. works just like that. This isn't paid, but this is all about talking about the top stories of the day or sometimes not so top stories. Sometimes we get stuck on talking about North Korea for three days straight. So if you want to talk about other things, we give a chance to chatter on some other topics that may interest you and may be just as important. Not that North Korea is not important, but we do not have any Donald Trump news or North Korea news in today's conversations. What we do have is starting off with something. Well, I'll take that back. We do have some Donald Trump news. We start off with the U.S. Agriculture Agency, uh, the, the um, which is being told to or which is telling its staff not to mention climate change. Because climate change is something that the Donald Trump administration doesn't believe in, doesn't want to endorse, wants to say it is not happening. Even though most people say something is happening, they don't want to acknowledge it because that means they have to do something about it, at least acknowledge it. So the Agriculture Agency, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, is not allowing its staff to say things like climate change in press releases, in, in releases, in interviews, in any speaking. You can't say climate change. How do you talk about climate change without talking about climate change? Well, it's pretty interesting trying to figure out ways to do that, but that's what their stuff we're doing right now. They can't say things are being caused by climate change. They have to come with some other semi-independent idea on why things aren't working. We'll see how well that works for the world and the United States when they can't acknowledge that climate change is an issue, even though they've been doing it for about 20 years. Now to some news on TV, or at least entertainment-wise for TV. Let's start off with 13 Reasons Why, which is on your Netflix, and will be back on your Netflix for Season 2 fairly soon. I believe they're already taping it right now. The big news on this story is the fact they've added seven new characters, seven actors, to the rotation of people on the scene. Now, none of them will be necessarily main characters. All the main characters are set because they were set by the original premise. Coming from the book, 13 Reasons Why, about a girl who commits suicide, but before she does, she makes a mixtape on 13 different tapes describing 13 different reasons or 13 different people. Uh, some of them are doubled up, so they're not exactly 13. That are the reasons why she committed suicide. People who essentially did not help or pushed her to the brink of letting go of her life. Season two goes beyond where the book went. In fact, the book actually ended on a different note than, or the movie, the TV show actually ended on a different note than the book did. And season two of the TV show goes beyond to where the books went and goes into a trial where the girl's parents 
are suing the school for essentially allowing her to do this for not doing anything to in, to help. And one of the characters being added when the actors added to the show is going to be part of the trial. In fact, a few of them will probably be a part of the trial, but one big one is going to be part of the prosecution team in the trial. And there's some other kid actors joining into the mix that are going to fill out some roles inside of the school. Uh, but you'll see a lot more people talking about 13 Reasons Why 2 as it continues this next upcoming season. Also, in actual TV news, which may more or less be digital now, Fox is in preliminary talks, and they stress that there are preliminary talks to revive King of the Hill for its lineup. Now, in the world where essentially there are no more new ideas and everything is literally being recycled, King of the Hill has had a weird history on Fox television station. As While it's a very good show, it's a relatively tame show compared to some of the other shows that are out there in the, in the animation world. And it had the um, luxury of being moved around pretty often to very bad time slots and often in the slot that got preempted on Saturday, Sunday nights because of football and things like that, other sporting events. Now, the talks are preliminary, preliminary, that's the word it is, because they essentially have just talked to uh, Mike Judge and Greg Daniels and basically said, hey, would you guys be interested in doing this thing? And they said, yep. And that's it. There's no plans to making things work. Both guys are really busy working on other big TV shows. One of the big ones you may have heard of called Silicon Valley. Uh, things like that are still in the works. So they don't have time to really go back to the animation world and write up some stories and draw up some stories. But you could see Hank Hill and the, and the gang back on Fox TV fairly soon because Fox is having some issues with its ratings. And so it's going back to the shows it's already played. That may be well. Now, NBC already admitted that they would go back and bring back every single hit they could if possible and put it on the air right now if they could do that. One of the reasons why Will and Grace is coming back next or this September. But uh, you can't really revive everything. Keegan Hill may have a chance to come back to zombie life on TV very soon. Not even close to zombie life, but Bruce Springsteen's doing something interesting in the next couple of months. He is going to Broadway and he's going solo he has set up some solo shows some intimate uh, exposures if you will uh just him and a guitar i guess sitting on stage playing some songs talking to the crowd doing some things like that bruce springsteen hitting broadway for eight weeks so you can come on check him out for a very limited engagement with bruce springsteen in a very new venue for him he's pretty excited about it and we know a lot of fans went nuts on this news as it came down the pike yesterday now, a gym in Atlanta decided it is banning police officers and is doing it, um, well, doing it in a very, really, very, very profane way. A nice note on this door to saying uh, no effing police officers. But what they're actually doing is they're trying to protect their clientele and protect the people that are going to this gym. Now, the owner of the gyms is changing out the side because of the vulgarity. He admits that that was a bit much. But there is an issue with police officers and other first responders and military members joining the gym because it's a local gym. It's a pretty cool gym. But a lot of the people who work out at the gym, a lot of people who frequent that gym are minorities who are a bit skittish around the cops. So the owner is invoking his right to help his clientele keep up the people who are paying the actual bills. And instead of letting a couple cops in that are going to uh, freak out his customers, I'm not allowing any cops or any active duty militaries and some other first responder type folks into the building to work out at the gym. Now, whether this thing will actually stand up in any sort of court, 
No one's actually pushed towards any sort of litigation yet. And the Atlanta Police Department says if there is a need to respond to some incident at the gym, they're not going to look the other way because of this. But right now, this one gym in Atlanta says they're not taking cops and they're not taking cops. Now, this was the top story for the day, and it was very late when we posted it. And so I'm a bit surprised that it got the reaction it did. But I guess I shouldn't be very, very often a very a lot of the late stories get a lot of big attraction late in the season because they're big stories. And this one apparently was a bigger one than I thought. It was interesting when I put it out there. The Mormon Church has officially uh, excommunicated a person after 30 years since it's happened. And this is, was a big thing on your conversation last night. So apparently it's a fairly big thing to talk about. The man's name is James J. Hamula. Uh, he was released from a mid-level leadership council uh, based on disciplinary action by the religious leaders' highest people. This came out from the spokesperson for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the actual name for the Mormon Church. Now, no one's saying exactly what he did or why he was cut out, but they are saying that it was not for apostasy, and apostasy is a term that they refer to as someone teaching an accurate doctrine or publicly defying guidance from church leaders. Essentially, he was teaching the Bible and the Book of Mormon as stated, as it should have been taught, but what he wasn't doing was something else, and something else was good enough to get him fired from a pretty high level of leadership. Last time someone got kicked out was George P. Lee. He got kicked out in 1989. He has since passed. Uh, he was an American Indian. He was a Mormon leader. He called the Mormon leaders racist. And that, of course, was apostasy and essentially going beyond the teachings of the church. Calling out your bosses is kind of like going beyond the teachings of the church. Uh, and that's what happens, of course. You have that happening. The last leader before that excommunicated it was Richard R. Lyman, uh, who was excommunicated in 1943, but he was he was dropped for adultery, but he got back into church after 11 years, rebaptized and back into the church again. Whether he was a leader, we don't really know. I don't have that in these notes here. So that happened, and you guys cared about a, a lot uh, last night. And Oprah Winfrey also did something pretty big yesterday. Well, announced it pretty big yesterday. And it's kind of not kind of out of sorts to say pretty big, but she is launching a brand new line of food that's comfort food that's good for you in the freezer section of your store. Uh, it's going to be built, made, produced with a joint venture with Kraft Heinz because, you know, she's a billionaire and Teresa Heinz is a billionaire, so they should hang out and do these things. They're going to build a line of foods called, oh, that's good, because your name is Oprah. Get it? Oh, that's good. Now, Oprah Winfrey is still a big stakeholder in Weight Watchers and still doing her thing with that, still endorsing and selling that program. But part of the reason why this food line came came together was she was looking for good food that she could eat that really tasted good. The prime example she had was eating um, cauliflower that was mashed and trying to pretend that it tasted like potatoes because that's what you do. You take cauliflower and you mash them up and you, you replace them for your potatoes. The problem is they don't really taste like mashed potatoes. So what she do? She mixed in uh, a serving of mashed potatoes to her serving of mashed cauliflower and had something that tasted a lot more like mashed potatoes. 
And then she went looking for a company to make this thing happen big time. So what you'll have are comfort foods like uh, mashed potatoes and uh, different types of soups and mac and cheese that will have some substitutions, some well-known substitutions for people in the nutrition world that kind of fatten things up, if you will, thicken things out and so you don't really get you don't really know that you're eating something a little bit better for you. The trick of putting cauliflower in your mashed potatoes is one of them. Also, uh, adding butternut squash and things like that to soups and uh, things like that to a cheese so that it fills it out. And you don't know that you don't taste much of a difference. You get the full feel of the loving comfort foods without knowing that you're not eating those comfort foods. We'll see how well this works out. It's yet another food item in this grocery store. The word of Oprah will probably help it out a bit, but... There's so many things and so many brands and so many uh, different choices that whether it actually works out in the long term and whether Oprah stays with the project, let's say they break up and then craft uh, keeps it going. We'll see how well that works out as well. And the final story of the day we have listed here goes to Mr. Bill Burr. You, didn't, you don't know who Bill Burr is, but he is a big pain in your life. Trust me. Back in 2003, he wrote a paper about writing passwords for your Internet security or your security in general, online security. He wrote this paper based off some research done back in 1980. So it's already 23-year-old or so research. Looking towards forward towards the what they're expecting the Internet to blow up into. So now it's 2017, Internet is blown up, and he says he's sorry for just saying that you need to make short passwords with all the weird characters and stuff like that. Because if you go by conventional wisdom and the testing to do now, they're pretty easy to crack. If a person's trying to crack your password with random characters, a shorter version with just random characters, and especially one that's hard for you to remember, is easier to crack than a longer password. So he suggests, as many people suggest now, that you just make your passwords a little longer Strings of normal words that you can remember, just make them a bit longer. Make them strings of words that are, you know, 12 to 16 to 18 um, characters long. That just means lots of words. But what you're using is a long word password instead of a short one with symbols and numbers and dashes and weird things and words that don't mean anything. Because A, you never remember. And B, the crackers can crack it slower it can crack it faster, you'd say, if it's a smaller word as opposed to a longer word. So Bill Burr apologizes for sending the world down the path of terrible passwords that he did back with his report in 2003, not knowing quite how the web would work itself out. And now that he's seen light, he's saying, change your password. And those are the stories that we chat about all day yesterday, or a big chunk of them we chat about all day yesterday uh, here inside our social media feeds and our website, thisisaconversation.com. You can be a part of the chatter, and you can help us vote in the top, bottom, and not-so-great stories as well by just following us on social media. Go to the website, thisisaconversation.com. You can check us out there. There's links to all ways to find us, including all ways to subscribe to the podcast. You can also just go to Twitter, look for TH underscore conversation, and look for This is a Conversation on Facebook, and we will be in your feed. Make sure you set us on Facebook so that we are in your feed, so you're getting our, our uploads, you're getting our announcements, our updates as they come down, so you can react, you can retweet, you can resend, you can forward, you can send off the comments to the stories, and we know by your reaction which ones are the ones we should really pump into. Now, for more information on other side projects I have going on, check out my main website, jclevenpain.net. And once again, thank you so much for 
being who you are. Share this podcast. Share some love with the post. Share the ideas we've got going on with as many folks as you can to get more people in the conversation. I say share it with friends, enemies, and strangers because you want to get the most diverse amount of people with diverse ideas to talk about these things. We're going to do more chatting live back and forth and more talking to on issues in various um, forums including here, we hope. So uh, you may not be up at 7 o'clock uh, Central Time you know, to chat with me here, but we will be around doing these things, making things happen, and hopefully you will join us in one of those forums. But, of course, stay with us here on social media. Stay with us in the conversation so we can keep this part thing alive. And stay with me for tomorrow. Tomorrow on Friday, we, of course, we'll have a recap of the Thursday stories, and we will do the taping for the weekly wrap-up. We'll go through the top 10 stories of the week the past seven days from last Friday to sometime today, I guess, and we'll tell you which ones you really, 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 really liked and which ones you didn't like so much, plus some of the more important ones that didn't quite make the top 10, but we still think are good enough to talk about since there's only 10 spots in the top 10. Till then, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow and be a great conversation. 